Dusty, what's the one book you can always find in our car when we're on a trip? Honestly, Mike, it is usually a Moon travel guide. That's right. Moon is our favorite travel guidebook publisher because not only are they a source for ethical travel and the best ways to get away, but their books also are packed full of information on everything from sites to see, trails to hike, restaurants, and lodging, all from real authors who are local to the areas they're writing about. That's right. And we're so excited that this year we are again partnering with Moon Travel Guides. Ready to cross something off your travel bucket list in 2024? Have a lot of great ideas for trips, but don't know how to get started or keep your itinerary organized? Wherever your wanderings might take you or inspire you to go, Moon Travel has you covered. Moon Travel is the travel guidebook publisher for ethical travel. Don't spend months trying to craft the perfect getaway when you can do it all with Moon. Whether you're headed abroad, planning to take to the open road, or want to wander the trails of a national park, make sure to pack a Moon Travel Guide with you. Through the end of 2024, our listeners can get 20% off any Moon Travel Guide when they use the code GAZE20 at checkout. That's amazing. And that is code GAZE24, G-A-Z-E-2-4 for 20% off any Moon travel guide in Moon's entire library. And that is just for our listeners, and you cannot find that anywhere else. Be sure to visit Moon.com. Head to our show notes and check it out and see Moon's entire collection of travel guidebooks. So when have you seen really good stars in the night sky? Like, have there been times where you have, like, just experienced, like, mind-blowing, amazing dark sky with incredible, like, sea of stars stuff? Growing up in Mississippi, you could see stars a lot. Mm -hmm. I do remember this one time. I was on our senior retreat because I went to a Catholic school. We were at a nature lodge, Mm -hmm. like, in the middle of Mississippi, and it was late at night and no one was sleeping and a bunch of us stole away to this field nearby. Like but you we were to, all being chased. Right. <laughs> we had to go to these, um, we had to go through these woods and we got there and the stars were really bright there. So yeah. that was the first thing that came to mind when you asked. Yeah. That. What about you? Um, when I was up in Maine, that the first time I saw like a really incredible stars was, um, I was selected in my junior year to do this artist residency on about an island. About chastity and prayer. About chastity and prayer. It's how we met actually it on chastityprayer.boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, right. but like, let's start that website. Right. Um, no, I, I was uh, chosen for an artist residency in between my junior and senior year of college um, on an island right off the coast of Maine in the Penobscot Bay. It was really, really incredible to be on this island and experience this artist residency, but it was incredibly dark and seeing the night sky was, I'd never seen the Milky Way like that. It was really an awe-inspiring thing. And then when I was in Peru hiking to Machu Picchu, oh, well, I'm sure. Yeah, and that was that blew Maine away. Toss, 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 toss. <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> things I've done in my youth mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. on my chastity prayer <laughs> visuals. <laughs> right. right. What about right. when we were in Colorado? How was that for you when we went to Black Canyon to see the stars? Well, okay, <laughs> so. You know, Black Canyon is one of the part international of the dark sky. international yeah. dark sky sites, right? Right. You were very adamant. You were like, we have to go back when it's dark. We have to go see stars. And we, well, we were, were staying so close, so close yeah. so it makes sense, you know? Yeah, I think it was like a half hour up to the canyon from Montrose, mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah, from Karen's house. From Karen's house, right? Yeah. So after our first day, we like ate dinner downtown and then we just like... Colorado pizza. Colorado pizza. Listen, Colorado pizza is where it's at. We were like, what oh, will this wait, be like? You know what we were doing that evening was like, we were... Being chased. <laughs> We had to, I had to finish, uh, we recorded and I had to finish editing an episode, which like I had to like put the blinders on and just finish. Right, right. Because the next day was Monday. Because the next day, yeah, it was was Monday, it was Easter. And so we had an episode due out the next day and I had to finish editing it. And you were like, so how long is this going to take? Like (laughs) 10 minutes? And I was like, hilarious, girl. Mm -hmm. Just sit and wait. And how long did you wait? Forever. Um, yeah. Because it, it takes a while. It does. It takes a while to make these episodes happen. Right. And that was just like a part of it. Like, yeah. was, you know, anyway, yeah. we did finally finish and we were both tired, mm-hmm. but you were like, let's not miss the stars. And I was like, you know what? I can rally. Let's go. And so we went. Right. Um, but it was the moon. We saw yeah. the moon we and the, the moon. moon was beautiful. Oh, it was insane it driving was, up to the canyon. It was like a, the sun. Yeah. It was that 
right which screwed us over for stars so yeah. no stars yeah. because the moon was there right and she okay. needed all of our attention Listen, you shoot for the moon but sometimes you <laughs> land among the stars and you're chased while you're doing it <laughs> i'm gonna paint that and i'm gonna put it on a decal for Please. your wall i would love that with some angels and <laughs> do it in the live laugh love script that i, I love will. so much i will i will also make sure there's an infinity sign Great. included and also a, a key a key and a butterfly and a butterfly and, and a dream catcher and a dream catcher <laughs> <laughs> Looking for adventure, I want to follow on the trail Or get a little lost and let the wind fill my sails Get up when the stars still fill the sky, don't wake the sun There's so much to be done, and the day has just begun Go where the postcards are real, you can feel You can open your eyes, and open your heart when you get at the National Park. Follow you, I'll follow you there. At the National Park. At the National Park. Follow you, I'll follow you there. So last we left off. We were standing... Suspensefully, might I add. Right. We were standing in this visitor center. Of A literal Bla- cliffhanger. Literal. <laughs> of Black Canyon of the Gunnison. Right. National Park. Mm-hmm. And we thought that we had like heard all of the various things one could do on foot in Black Canyon of right. the Gunnison. Um, but then our ears perked up when we heard the park ranger telling someone else. The same park ranger who had told us basically everything that we could do. And I was like, well, why didn't he mention this to us? But that's the very Jersey way of thinking. But anyway. um, (laughs) I'm going to cut him. (laughs) Right. Right. (laughs) I'm not going to give you any of my marinara sauce. (laughs) So. um, Exactly. We were standing there and we were both listening and we both looked at each other you were looking at one part of the exhibit i was looking at another and both of us turned like oh what What? was that yeah what was that Mm -hmm. so we hear about these wilderness routes which in short a wilderness route is like a trail except it's not as maintained right sometimes they are trails themselves and then you know the park just can't keep up with the maintenance of them and they don't necessarily fall into disrepair they're just not as you know they're not as taken care of as some of the other routes. It's not to say that they won't ever receive maintenance again, but they're kind of a little rugged. They're a little really rugged and they're off on their own. Yeah. You know? So in Black Canyon, there's three ways to take wilderness routes down to the river, basically to the canyon level, not to rim level. The three routes are the Warner route, which starts at Warner Point. So we were there already. The Gunnison route, which is very close to Gunnison Point, um, it's actually off of the Oak Flat Trail. And then the Tamichi route, which is what we basically were hearing most of from the park ranger. Because overhearing. I believe the other two, they didn't have enough reports to know how clear they were. Well, and the ranger could kind of make his best guesses because the Tamichi route is faces the east um it just gets a lot of sun and it tends to if there's snow that snow is gone fairly quickly the other routes are on the north and kind of western part of the canyon so he was using his best judgment i think he had some reports that like the start of the warner route was just super icy and super snowy and to not even try it so when he was talking to these other visitors he was like talking about the tamichi route the entire time which we were like, oh, well, can you please tell us more about this? Yeah, Let's, he did tell yeah. us about the other routes and right. then basically the Tamichi route. The Tamichi route is one mile in distance. It is a vertical drop of 1,960 feet, which is about 597 meters. The park says that the descent will take about two hours and that the ascent will take about three to four. You self-permit. Which <laughs> means... That you come in, you sign the paper. <laughs> you come in. You come in, you sign the paper at the visitor center, and you keep that paper with you. They keep a copy. And they keep a copy too. And then um, when you're done 
on the trail or the you route, have to return the you permit. have to return the permit. You have to return your copy so mm-hmm. that they know you've made it back. Right. And they also have a little drop box too. In case like, you're back after hours. After hours, yeah. right. Which is great. They Which is super great. Also However, told us that you need to be prepared for a 24-hour stay in the canyon. In the event in you, the need event rescue, you, you need a you rescue, you have to be yeah. you have to keep yourself alive for 24 hours and that's when someone will come find you. Right. How did you feel in that moment when you heard that? Um... My Capricorn senses were like, oh, that's very smart and efficient, and I understand <laughs> this protocol, right. right? And then my rising Libra was like, oh, girl, I better not drink all that water. You right. know what I mean? Like, that's that's what I was thinking. Right, yeah. I and think, what about you? I think I was... I don't know what happens to me when we hike these, like, things that are technically dangerous or a little dodgier than a typical trail but my like the part of my brain that should be screaming at me to like be afraid is just not turned on yeah it goes into a (laughs) i've noticed that it just goes to sleep it's like oh just like yeah that's fine whatever this will be great let's do it and it sounds like my dad and it's rare that it's rare that (laughs) when i'm in that moment that i'm like truly terrified of the thing that we're doing yeah i think more a rock was the exception to that yeah when we were there because i was like yeah let's do this and then we were on it and i was like oh this is actually and i wanted to die and the entire time (laughs) but you came to me and you were like i am this is scarier than i thought yeah i was like "Mm -hmm, yeah mm -hmm, it is and you looked me up and down i did disdainfully disdainfully which is your usual look that's my usual Mm -hmm. i go my go-to yeah (laughs) if we will we decided we were like you know what let's think about it yeah. right like let's not like make a decision like we have it as an option right and either way we were going to planning on getting there basically at an early point so that we could because we knew if we had done the east portal road which is what our original plan was for day two we would want to get there early because it was going to take us like six hours anyway so we were on our way out and we stopped by like near where Timichi route started mm-hmm. and we decided we were like let's just like take a look yeah like to see what it looks like we went out i don't know like maybe a hundred feet onto the trail and just to sort of look around yeah. and it descends pretty um quickly yeah but it looked just like windy sort of through brambly you know, brambly yeah. uh like trees and things like that exactly so i was like if it's just this the whole way down right like all right yeah let's just do it let's just do it so on our way from there back to the car there was a guy that had just finished right and so we were like oh hey how was it and he was like oh it's really not that bad like um now he is the professional climber and we knew that because the ranger at the visitor center had said oh there's a professional climber that is doing doing it it right right now now. yeah and so we asked him we were like listen we were novice to medium experienced rock climbers indoors Mm -hmm. and we hike all the time he's like you'll probably you're probably gonna be fine so he said it took him like an hour and a half to get down Mm -hmm. and then it took him about 45 minutes to get back up or something like that no it couldn't have been 45 minutes the the ascent is definitely longer the the canyon no 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 but what that's what i'm saying yeah he he it didn't take him long to do the ascent and that sounded crazy to me yeah he was like because the ascent oh yeah because the the trail i mean the the map says two hours to descend two hours down and like three to four hours three to four on the way back and his time was shorter on the way back right which i was like Oh, if an, I mean, maybe they're just like really overestimating here on the map. Yeah. But his experience was, was much shorter. Right. So I was like, huh, well, if he is that experienced, I'm sure like whatever, maybe he ascends faster than he descends. Right. Which is what I, that's, I think I turned. You can go to a doctor to get that checked out. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I think that kind of left us feeling a little less, nervous about it yeah or at least one of us anyway because i was like yeah let's do it anyway i was like and we're also here. we said you know what 
if we do it and we hate it, like we, we just can turn, just around. turn around. You know, yeah, what I'm we did that a lot. It was like, listen, we're not gonna. I think we've learned to like pull the trigger if we need to. We both have. We both have the power. We've, we've got the submarine keys, right? Right. And so either one of us can yeah. use it at any yeah, point. Yeah, it's true. And we respect. Yeah, it's true. There's no FOMO there. There's no FOMO, and when the other person is like, no, no, this is a no for me. Yeah. Then we go. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's fine. Great. So we left the canyon and we were kind of like, okay, I think this is the thing we're going to do. And we struggled to find dinner because it was Easter. We ended up having Colorado pizza, which was delightful. We wanted to hit a brewery, but I think the brewery we tried to go to was closed. So we just didn't do that. We went to the food store and grabbed a bunch of stuff. This is where... (laughs) This is where you're like, okay, I have everything. I need you to go get plastic bags for us to pack peanut butter sandwiches. And you were oh, like, this was where that, is Mike? Wasn't it? Where's Mike? Mike oh. hasn't come back yet. Where the hell is he? So my, <laughs> this was in the grocery store. Yeah. And I was like, he's sitting there trying to determine, should I get plastic wrap, plastic bags, or aluminum foil? And I go to the aisle and there you are. And you were like, I was paralyzed. Like, you can't decide what to buy, right? <laughs> He's like, no, I can't. And it was like, I just literally grabbed the closest yep. thing to me and we walked on. It's, it's true. And then we went back to the Airbnb and just like chatted with Karen for like a good hour, I think. And she was so excited to hear all of our adventures. Well, we actually hadn't been to the Airbnb at that point. No, we that was our stopped. first That was time. our first time. So she like gave us the lowdown on everything and she was, you know the most warm and the most lovely. Right. You can hear all about Karen in our previous Black Canyon episode. And um, she was like, listen, this is how breakfast works. And she just had, she just set us up. She set us up for success in so many ways. Um, She she was also told us, she was like, oh, there's a really great hot springs Mm -hmm. um, nearby. That's really lovely that you should check out later. Yeah. Like, you know, on a day after you've been hiking or something. Yeah. We were like, oh, okay, great. Yeah. So we, we dog eared that. And then like we said, we edited or you edited, not me in any way, shape or form. Um, We went to see the moon because the stars weren't out. (laughs) And then we crashed really early. We did. The next morning we got up. We raided the basically the kitchen. Oh, we did. We ate a lot. Right. Karen got up, made sure we had eggs because she was like, you need your protein. Mm-hmm. And then we headed back to Black Canyon. Mm-hmm. We got there right at the opening of the visitor center. Right. So that we could get these wilderness permits. We go in. We thought we were going to be the first ones there, but there was another group there there was a group of women there yeah who were all sharing a sleeper van right there were four of them four of them and we went um we all ended up going into the the visitor center together we asked for the tamichi route wilderness permits and they asked for the same thing right and then in that moment we were like oh i'm really glad like we're We're, all we're all doing doing this yeah so that was that gave me more peace of mind that it wouldn't just be the two of us yeah um, also, the ranger that was on the desk this day gave us a lot more information. He was like, listen, you're going to basically be going down on Scree the entire route. And we're like, oh, oh what's Scree? What's Scree? Sounds like, um, you know, a, uh, a type of like alternative music mm-hmm. from the 90s. Mm-hmm. But it's actually loose, like very loose, like gravelly type rock. That's just broken down over time. And you like, he said we would like be like stepping a foot into scree rock every time. And basically like kind of like surfing down it essentially. He was also, he also told us, listen, it's an unmaintained route. You really need to pay attention. He's like, especially when you're coming back, because when you're coming back, there's no markers for you. So you really need to like, just be aware of that. So just like tuck that in the back of your brain and make sure that's something you're paying attention to. Because he says sometimes people get lost on the right, way back. Right. He gave us that, like those helpful hints. And then he was like, here's your permit. Please make sure that it just comes back to either the desk. If it were still open or drop it, there's a box right outside. Um, um, I remember on this day my ankles had been a little bit like <laughs> yeah um a little in pain mm-hmm. so what i did is i put icy essentially hot. <laughs> icy hot patches well, or salon pause patches salon pause. on my ankles mm-hmm. and like cov- like i had like two pairs of socks cuz it was cold yeah 
and then my boots on. I think you gave me a salon pause for like my knee yes. or like my my uh, quad because it was a little mm-hmm. tender too. Thank you, Gloria. Yeah. She was the one who I was know. like, this Your is mother. the one you buy. Yeah. Right? And so then... We drove over, basically. We, we drove over to like right near where the point is. Mm-hmm. We put our gear on and then we set off. And with that, let's take our first break. What game are we playing today, Mike? We're going to play Guess the Idiom. Oh, great. Great. It's a good one. Um, Since we're in Black Canyon, all of our idioms are going to start with the word black. You have to guess the second word based on the clues. Great. Great. A Marvel movie that has Angela Bassett in it. Black Panther. Mm Mm-hmm. This would be what you would get if you were really good at karate. What you would get? (laughs) A black belt. That's right. Something that would make your white shirt glow neon purple. A black light. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a type of snake. A black snake. <laughs> <laughs> it's, hold on, a black, uh, oh, a black mamba. That's correct. This is uh, a movie with Mila Kunis. Black Christmas? <laughs> no. Oh, I don't know. And Natalie Portman. Black Swan. There you go. Um, This is a type of carnivore that is less likely to attack you in a national park. A black bear. That's right. This is a giant empty void in space. Black hole. That's right. This is a type of dessert that is iced in two different ways. Oh. Oh, I don't... Oh, I... Oh, is it a is it a black cow? It's not I, a black cow. It's a black and white cookie. Oh, well, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. This is what happens after a long night of drinking. Blackout. Mm-hmm. Or uh, that's what happens if you're Britney and you're <laughs> a studio album. This is what you would refer to as the plague. Oh, the the black death. That's correct. And if I wanted to um, get you to do something, and I held something over your head, I would be doing this. Blackmail. That's correct. Mm. And that's guess that idiom. So we're standing at the trailhead of the um, Tamichi Point here at Black Canyon to the Gunnison. And what do we see? Well, the canyon is breathtaking already. It's early morning light. It is like you can perfectly see everything. Yeah, it's about 9.15. Um, and we're about to take a 2,000 foot drop. Yeah, yeah. Gradually. Gradually. <laughs> gradually. I but mean, you can, in a mile. you can see from like right where we are that like things are sloping downwards and like there's some loose rock, but um, we'll see. Yeah. How are you feeling? Um, I am intrigued. I'm excited. I'm a little nervous, but apparently there are going to be some other people on this trail with us today. So I feel better about that. Yeah, me too. So here goes. Here goes. So getting on the trail, um, you kind of descend pretty quickly into the tree brambly kind of like what looked to be like switchbacks right away. We could title the first part of this, the first leg of this to be like tree bramble or like a half, not, it's not a half mile, but it's like um, maybe like an eighth of a mile. Maybe, yeah. Um, we also had beaten the other group of uh, ladies that were hiking with us to the trailhead. So we had started ahead of time. Mm-hmm. We had a lot of conversations about what we were going to bring and what we weren't going to bring. Yes. I definitely left my camera back at the Airbnb this day because I didn't want that to be an issue. You kept your phone like very tightly zipped up, yes. as did I. And this was not a trail where poles were recommended. Because I don't think we used our poles at all. No. Because of the scree. I don't think we used our... We didn't have poles with us. No, we didn't have the poles with us. We were all prepared to just kind of work with what we had, which was our hands and our feet. Mm -hmm. After the tree brambly area, it was very woods here. Yeah. Like, and then... Very woods. (laughs) Very suddenly, it became, this is just rock now. Yeah. So the first sort of introduction to that, it was, was this like giant flat rock Mm -hmm. now it's not flat and level it's on an incline and so on a decline on a decline yeah so what quickly became the name of the game for the day was how do you get from here to there yeah without falling on your face 
and without like kicking a bunch of rocks. Well, which happens. Like, which happened I mean, constantly. There were, before we had gotten to any scree really whatsoever, there were a lot of loose rocks. And I had sort of taken the lead for us and I was in the lead of the other group of climbers or the other group of hikers as well. And the way that this first section worked, it was almost very serpentine. So even though we were ahead of them, just based off of like where you might have been ahead of them, if something got kicked accidentally or just was you know, jostled loose, that thing bounced down. And there were more than a few times where it was like, crap, that really hurt. I definitely got hit by some loose rock as it tumbled down. Right. And I don't know if that was the same for you. But that's, um, I guess, what happens I, when you take the lead. <laughs> it's like, I here's your it punishment. Is. Here's yeah. your punishment. Yeah. This flat rock, um, we quickly determined, oh, okay, we can't actually descend this flat rock without right. just sliding on our ass. Right. There was another sort of area of loose rocks over to the side of it. So you had to sort of maneuver your way over to that loose rock. Right. While being very, very, very careful of where you put your feet Mm -hmm. every single time. Yeah. Um, Which was just the name of the game for the rest of the day. Too. Where am I going to put my feet <laughs> right. next? And what are the consequences? It's like a foot <laughs> question every day. Where will, where I, put will I put my feet today? Next? And what will be the consequences? And what will be the consequences? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So we're about maybe 40 minutes into hiking now. And basically it's sit and scoot and yelling rock. Yeah, there it's all over loose rock and um it is I'm already tired, but we're making it and we're doing it. It's actually a lot of fun. It's just a little nerve-wracking. It is like literally Yeah, sure, like, sure. It's so much fun. I'm having fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's new, it's different. Um hiking behind you yes. is very scary yes. because I could hit a rock at any point in time that could tumble down your way and hit your head. At this point in the hike, we're still very early in. You can see the wide open like canyon that you're going to basically be heading down. You can see all the scree that you're going to be hiking on, but you're still very much so in like a minor slot of that part of the canyon. So you're kind of sheltered where you're at, but that very quickly shifts. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, there goes the flat rock here you are, you're surfing down scree for the rest of and your time. And now it's just scree rock. <laughs> and now it's just scree rock. So what What was your first impression? Well, there? let's talk about feelings <laughs> for a second. At this point in time, mm-hmm. my ankles were on fire. Right. Like literally like someone had put them in a fire. <laughs> so I had to stop on scree rock, right. remove my boots, remove my socks, and take these salon pause pouches off then right. i just rolled them up put them in my bag because leave no trace right obviously and then after i was able to do that i felt better but i was generally speaking like really frustrated mm-hmm. at this time i loved being in the canyon yeah. and i loved like the adventure down yeah but the tedium the yeah. tedium was it was a real lesson in like you can't move quickly. No. And you know what it was? Okay, you know how like when we, I remember saying this to you, like you take a step, one foot gains some, uh, you know, distance and then the next foot gains some distance and the next foot, you could only do like, you had to step. Oh, it was all very calculated. Step and then match your feet. Yeah. Step down and match your feet. And you had to do it sideways. Yeah. To like cover as much ground as possible. And it was like, dig your foot a foot into the scree rock right and then dig it out and take another step but like taking one foot in front of another that was out yeah so yeah. that was tedium i didn't expect mm-hmm. so that was the thing throwing me for a loop yeah. and probably giving me the most frustration in that moment yeah i think for me being on the scree and <clears throat> knowing how far down <laughs> the bottom was because you're dropping like 2000 feet over a mile like it's you're dropping like a mile in a mile, base. If you really think about it, yeah, like that. the distance is a the mile, distance is and about the, a mile, and the 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 path itself is about is a mile. about a mile. So it's almost like it felt like you were straight up and down, yeah. like you're yes. climbing a ladder of loose rock. Right, fun, so maybe. much fun, so much fun. But 
it was it was really interesting. The other thing to note about the canyon too is that while most of it is scree, there are large bouldery areas that are there too. Right. So there were times where, and these would become important later, there, but there were times where it was like, oh, there's a sort of flat part. I can stand on that for a second and yeah, not and worry about like, rest like having my feet come from under right. me. But even the large rock was loose rock. Right. So yeah. that was also nerve wracking. Now, yeah. um, when we were hiking down, right, you and I, we could not be like directly no. beneath one another. No. I had to hike like over to the left. You had to hike over to the right. right. And then we had to descend, you know. Parallel, basically. Kind of, but you were ahead of all of us. Right. So you were ahead of everybody, but I had to make sure I was over to the but side. But you were still very much so ahead of the group behind us. I was. Yeah. That's true. And anytime I turned around, they were using their poles. Right. Very artfully like the way they got down the scree rock was elegance and i felt like like a cow in the middle of um in the middle of like a a A hummel ornament shop i was going to say like a bunch of water balloons Mm. like i mean that is what i felt like just like but i was always like about one moment away from just like breaking tilting forward and just rolling all the way down yeah and collecting rocks with you. And collecting rocks a rock with me man. And as we go. Right. About midway down on the trail, there was this large tree. I kind of, I think it was like a holly or something like that, or like some sort of conifer. At this point, I turned around and I realized how far I was ahead of you. And I think at this point also, the ladies had started to like kind of pass you. I Lap think you, yes. I think you like stepped off to the side. You're like, oh, they're so close. Let them go. I and am. so... What I did is I stepped off to the side because this is a spot where it was kind of relatively flat. And I was like, oh, a break sounds great right about now. And I watched as all the ladies kind of passed me. And then I waited for you to kind because of catch up. Because you were a kind sister. I was kind. But it was, you, it was hard to like stay close to one another on this trail because of the way, the nature of it, basically. So this was a great spot for us to take a break. And I did finally, after everybody went on, Mm -hmm. I did finally meet up with you at the tree. Yeah. So we're about, I would say, like an hour and 45 minutes into hiking. And we're very close to the bottom at this point. Yeah. Um, It feels like it's been five hours um, for me personally. you're basically just on large, shaky, loose rocks the entire way down, and it's like you can never get your footing. Right. It, it just depends on, you know, where you step. You really have to, like, be very situationally aware. Um, we're on larger boulders now, but there is just a lot of loose, small rock at certain points. So I'm imagining the trip up is going to be something interesting. The worst. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to lie. I do fear for injury with every single step. So, uh, I'm taking it very slow. Also, personally, right now, I was done with this trail about 45 minutes ago, like north of where, or up from where we are. Um, I'm trying to find it inside of me to, like, love this trail again and love what I see here. Um, But this is where my body is right now. And with that, let's take a break. Ladies, gentlemen, and everyone in between, please welcome to the stage. May exist. Who is May exist? Who is May exist? Well, I think we were seriously craving some springtime weather in this. Oh, I think we were. May exist was born from our lust for spring. Yes. (laughs) And lust for life. Oh, I live for spring. Mm -hmm. Right. Me too. I'm just going to roll with this for me. Um, with me I feel like she is, she's of the realm of X Files, like Jillian Anderson, like. You know, the truth is out there. Like oh, Agent, so like Agent Scully. Sort of oh, yeah. twist on May exists. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I'm all and about like the springtime vibes. vibes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think she's oh, like, you know, so an ancient she... aliens. <laughs> like. Oh, wait. So mm-hmm. does she like look like like a detective and then have like a reveal and she's oh. an alien? Oh, yeah. She's got some really big like 
big shoulder padded blazers and like trench coats a and la Jillian like Anderson hiding her like uh-huh. you know her like her spiky shoulders her spiky shoulders <laughs> <laughs> and then you know all the scaly skin oh back and the there scaly and skin yeah so I think she's like from Venus you know mm, I see yes I see women are from Venus yes. yeah but I do feel like she like is like very Roswelly like you mm. know almost like B-52 she turns into like B-52's alien lady like got it you know like Planet Claire that's where she's from I, she's, she's from, from Planet, Planet Claire, Claire. Yeah, oh, may exist. And it's I from Planet think Claire. she definitely does like Rome by the B fifty twos. I that's so. gotta be her song. I was gonna right? say it has to be. Yeah, yeah. And she's just like super, super weird with like weird like sounds in the background that are in the back of Planet Claire song. That's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> right. So, ladies, gentlemen, and everyone in between, please welcome to the stage. May exist. So after taking a good break, and I think we probably ate something at this we point. We did. We ate Starnwitches. Yeah, Starnwitches, um, which has been like a blessing these last few trips. It's Absolutely. just peanut butter sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Um, we, you're welcome. You're, I, I am. I am very welcome. <laughs> we continued on. And this is a point where we started to like hike a little closer to one another because we had been so far at a distance. And we also were able to have a conversation because I think you were like... I need you to keep my mind occupied. I oh, am dying. True. I was dying like, inside. <laughs> I was completely dying inside. We need to play inside. games. We need to do things. I need to be mentally preoccupied. Yes. Because this is not my favorite thing right now. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. So. But it wasn't like a. But we were too far in oh, for me to no, justify no, like to pull the trigger. Let's on that. turn around, no. and it was like was one of those things that was like well with every step i take i'm gonna have to step up you yeah. know on the way oh, back that's always a thought and isn't that it? just oh that yeah. was that was killing me a little bit yeah frankly for a lot of this trail i did it alone yeah you know because yeah. you were so far ahead and like other people weren't around so right. like you know i i didn't feel like um i was we were we couldn't be very social for no. a lot of it but we were able to now here's we where that kind of now. connection happened on chasedboyfriend.com <laughs> <laughs> um no we, it was chasedprayer.boyfriend <laughs> <laughs> thank you um but we continued on and at this point the the slot of the canyon that the major slot that we're in starts to narrow um the the ladies that we were hiking with and w- that were behind us are now very far ahead of us. We can see them, they're and they are s- still, still so visible, beautifully, elegantly. artfully, elegantly, <laughs> yeah. like graceful, managing to. Do, and I'm yeah. like, I just want, I just want to be able to do that, right? You know, yeah. Um, there were there was a lot of snow melts too on these walls of the slot of the canyon that we were in. So there were these like little waterfalls that were forming that you could see and and here i think was they were pretty loud yes too. yeah um and we you know we're getting closer and closer to the bottom and the scree is obviously not abating because this is basically what this trail is it's just like surfing on scree but eventually what happens as we get a little closer is that the landscape changes again and it it's does. not as scree right <laughs> it's we kind of get like more bigger stable boulders um and also um, stable trees. Uh, let's let's not jump to use the word stable <laughs> quite yet <laughs> thank we you more bigger bold <laughs> let us not jump to use the word stables david <laughs> exactly they were certainly bigger right we were able to stay together because of that yeah. i think you know we were able to get much closer right but I'm talking like we're pretty close to the river at this point. We we're are. like 20 minutes, if that, from the river. From the river. Okay, so a few minutes ago, um, Mike was hiking ahead of me and I was saying things like, I don't even want to do this anymore. I just want to turn around. But now we are here closer to the river. And um, I think I regret what I was saying because um, what are we seeing? It's unbelievable. Like, these just giant canyon walls surrounding us. Um, The river is so crystalline, like, kind of green. Um, It's everything. Like, the texture, the color, it is... It's just a wonder of nature. Like, 
and it makes it worth it. It really does. Um, we do have to climb this beast back up again <laughs> in a few. We're but the thing that is like getting me through this is that one, when we get down, we're going to eat some food and we brought peanut butter sandwiches. <laughs> so I'm very excited about that. And also later, we are treating ourselves to some hot springs and that is also getting me through this. And we're about two hours right now. I'd say we have about another half hour, maybe less, to get down to the bottom of the river. So about two and a half hours down. And how are you feeling right now? I feel great. This is a little bit of a treacherous hike. I mean, I don't think... aside A little bit is a complete misunderestimation of what this is. This is a completely treacherous hike. This is like the most treacherous you get without like um, putting harnesses on. Right. I feel like... I guess I never have really done a scramble before, unless you count scrambling the eggs that I did this morning for breakfast. So, which were delicious. Thank you. Um, but this is definitely the true definition of a scramble. Uh, yeah. Um, all of the like times at the indoor rock climbing gym when we did boulder problems are like starting to pay off for us right now. I'm literally taking one step at a time. It's like, well, where does my foot go next? I mean, it's like that kind of thing. So I was like a puppy dog at this point because I just was living my best life. And I know that you were like, you were coming around to it, but you were also around to it slowly. <laughs> you yes. were also just like, I am done. And are we there yet? And oh, yeah. I, I lost my puppy dog a little in kind of our last eighth of this leg of this, because this is what we call like bullshit brambles again. It and was. It was like worse and the thing than about this bullshit starting brambles. brambles. Yeah. The thing about this one was, yeah. you would think that maybe somehow, some way, like, right. oh, you're so close to the end, so maybe like there's like a clear path out no. to the. Nope, there's nothing clear. There is nothing clear about this path I ever. I think the problem <laughs> so. was too is that there are so many ways that you could go down, and I think we picked the easier way to go down, which or then what looked like the easier well, way. It became then harder to get to the river as opposed to if you had climbed down a little harder of a path. Because I yeah. remember coming back up, we came back up the harder path. We did. Um, and it was like, why didn't we do this on the way down? Because then you wouldn't have had to deal with, it was like climbing through trees, climbing over tree limbs, going by dead trees, all over these leaves, sitting through on, the bramble. Sitting on limbs, yeah. sit, crossing, getting your legs over. <laughs> Flames on the side of my on head. On the side of my heaving, <laughs> yeah. heaving breath. Yeah. It was all of that, basically. We also were not far behind one of the last hikers that was from the original group. So yes, she was she was, she was a, straggling just a little bit yeah. um, behind everybody else. So we were kind of like a few legs behind her. Um, and we were also kind of looking at her for beta on what to do. Yeah. 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 Um, but eventually you kind of get through all the bramble. We had to like kind of waylay our way near the river, if I remember correctly, but mm-hmm. not, we weren't, couldn't go out onto the rocks there. We as had to kind of like as we got there, travel yeah. along the river to get to the opening because there's a bunch of rocks that you could sit on basically yes. in the river. Yeah. yeah. As soon as we got there, I invented a restroom. You did. And then we sat down to eat. Yes, we did. It was one of those moments where it was like, oh my God, sitting. Yeah. Just what a beautiful thing. Also, um, sitting at the bottom of a canyon in a river it was so it it really is hard to describe because as i said before the water was like this crystal green and all of a sudden you're just in this canyon and seeing the walls and knowing that you've traveled a mile down and a mile's length also was just like a mind boggle it was beautiful it it's so beautiful down there at the river so we've made it to the bottom yeah and we're sitting like on a flat rock right on the edge of the river I think you can hear the water behind us. Yeah, most likely, most definitely. Um, it is very, very beautiful down here. Um, personally, right now, I'm feeling like... Uh, I'm feeling moderately accomplished that we were able to get back... We were able to hike all the way down here and get all the way to this river. But not fully accomplished? Um, I am dreading having to turn around and climb up that canyon wall. That makes me, like... That just gives me, like... All the anxiety that I've ever had in my life is coming, like, together in one place. Yeah, I can see that. It's going to be a little tricky, but I think as long as we're slow and steady and we just stay together, we'll be fine. Yeah, of course. So, yeah, we'll see how it goes. 
That doesn't sound ominous at all. Yeah, we'll just see how it goes. So we're going to wait to put this on the Karen Stone scale until we are done with this trail after episode 38. But now it is time for some Jeopardy. Great, Dusty. Will you hit us with your Jeopardy first? I will. Wonderful. Are you ready? I am. I was born that way. If you stay ready, you ain't gonna get ready. (laughs) This is called Colorado in the Movies. Great. So in this category, you just have to name the film that is set in Colorado. Right. Not necessarily filmed there. Not necessarily filmed there. Great. Set in Colorado. I love it. So every one of these starts with a quote. If you can't get the movie from the quote, then I will follow it up with a clue. Okay. Great. Got it? Got it. For 100. What's the matter? I'll tell you what's the matter. I go out of my way for you. I do everything to try and make you happy. I feed you. I clean you. I dress you. And what things do I get? Oh, you bought the wrong paper, Annie. I can't write on this paper, Annie. Well, I'll get your stupid paper, but you better just start showing me a little appreciation around here, Mr. Man. I need a clue. Says Annie to Paul in this Oscar award-winning performance by Kathy Bates. What is Misery? Correct. Okay, great. I've never seen Misery. I know you've never seen it. Which so is let's give him the, the $100 clue. <laughs> Jesus. Some of these movies you've seen, some I know you haven't, great. some I'm not sure. Perfect. 200. <laughs> so the gamut. The gamut the is gamut, wrong. Yeah. Right. 200. You're Jewish. They hate you. Doesn't that piss you off? Why are you acting like you don't got skin in the game? I need a clue. Says Ron Stallworth, played by John David Washington in this 2018 Spike Lee film based on true events, nominated for all of the awards, and centers around Stallworth, the first African-American officer and detective for the Colorado Springs Police Department who successfully infiltrated the local KKK branch. What is the Black's Klan- Black Klansman? Correct. Yeah. I have not seen that either. 300. We got no food. We got no jobs. And our pets' heads are falling off. <laughs> I need the clip. <laughs> but it's a great Says quote. Lloyd to Harry oh, before leaving what a cross-country road trip yeah. to bring Mary Samsonite <laughs> luggage. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. 400. Now, now, wait a minute. Lexi's a fine skater, but there's a big difference between the seven counties Kiwanis competition Now, this is the big time things. It's worse than being a professional. A little girl go up there. They eat her alive. I just don't want to get her hurt, honey, says Lexi's father in this iconic love story from 1978 about a young figure skater who suffers an accident that takes her sight. It also features the song Through the Eyes of Love by Melissa Manchester. (laughs) Um. What is I, Tanya? I know that's not right. I don't know this movie. Oh, my God. What is Ice Castles? Oh, okay. You haven't seen Ice Castles? No, I don't know Ice Castles. Well, this is something we're going to have to do one day in an afternoon so you don't fall asleep. Misery, Ice Castles, and Black Swan. Listen. Triple feature. I watched Ice Castles probably (laughs) 17 times a month because it was always on TNT, (laughs) and my mom if Ice Castles was on, it was like, oh, Stop well, everything. no, Ice Castles is on. We have to finish watching it now. <laughs> Great. She does this beautiful routine at the end of the movie that will make you just weep, and she does it while blind. Mm. I can't. I can't. Okay, ready. Ready. 500. And this is most definitely a $500 type Super. of Super. I bet the toilets in this cabin are filled with fresh Colorado spring water. Says Zeus, the Yellow Lab, voiced by Mario Lopez, in this 2010 made-for-TV live-action ABC film, also featuring Dean Cain and the voice acting of Paris Hilton, who plays a poodle. Where a family goes on a winter trip to a Colorado lodge and end up being mixed up with a couple of thieves trying to steal a necklace. The title of this film could also be the canine who rescued that time off at the end of December. 
The dog who saved Christmas? What is the dog who saved Christmas? Basically, yes. The dog who saved Christmas vacation. Oh, gotcha. So, great job. Well, that is a $500 (laughs) clue if I ever did hear one. Also, the mom in that movie. Also, Dean Kane. Where have you been? Dean Kane. He still looks great. He still looks great. Let's talk about Lois and Clark because I watched Lois and Clark. Like oh, the biggest fan girl. I could I watched way too much Of Lois and Clark mm-hmm. As a child Terry Hatcher Terry Hatcher I almost said Terry I, Gar Wrong Terry <laughs> Wrong Terry But she's a great Terry <laughs> Alright My category is called Rock Scramble Okay, okay. In this great. category I'm going to give you A word Or a set of words You need to create A new word from it Based off of the clues Oh It'll be there It'll be okay got it, I got it, You'll got get it, it Okay Alright Rock scramble for a hundred If you were to scramble And pull out some of the letters Of the words Black canyon You would end up With a word that describes A lofted overlook Or A place where Light from yonder window May shine Oh what is Balcony There you go Oh You got it Great Oh okay. I get it I get All it right. Alright Rock scramble for two hundred If you were to scramble And pull out some of the letters Of the words Warner point you would end up with the word that describes a priest who puts holy water on oil on you when receiving a sacrament. I don't know. I don't know. The anointer. Oh, the anointer. <laughs> Great. The anointer. Great. All right. Rock scramble for 300. If you were to scramble up and pull out some of the letters of the word Montrose, Colorado, you would end up describing what we try to be in Black Canyon at night. Something that scientists do when they stare through telescopes. What is... um, Okay, well, I immediately want to say stargazer, but Mm -hmm. there are so many letters of that that are not in Montrose, Colorado. Um, An an astronomer. Yes, it is an astronomer. Okay, an astronomer. Good for you. Great. All right. Rock scramble for 400. If you were to scramble and pull out some of the letters of the words to meet you point, you would end up with a word that describes being the best or having the highest quality. Is one of the words top? It is. Top model. Not top model. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, 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 I got it. Um, top dog. No. No, hold on. I'm going to guess again. Top Mitch. You're getting close. It oh. does have a sh at the end of it. Top Notch. There you go. Oh, I top got notch. there. You did get I there. Got there. All right. Last I don't know one. what a Top Mitch is. <laughs> it's your boyfriend <laughs> it's now. It's my boyfriend now. <laughs> right. All right. Rock Scramble for 500. If you were to scramble and pull out some of the letters of the words Orvis Spa, you would end up with a word that describes the feeling you might have if you got out of a hot spa pool too fast and got a head rush, or the misty and warm steam rising off the pool itself. What is vapor? That's correct. Oh, like you have all the vapors. I got the vapors. I got the vapors. I got the vapors. And that's Rock Scramble. Look at you. (laughs) Look look at you. You done good, girl. (laughs) I bet you did too. This has been Gaze at the National Parks, the podcast, and we're here to remind you to hike early and hike often, and that adventure is always out there. Gaze at the National Parks was created and is hosted by Dustin Ballard and Michael Ryan. For more images from this episode, follow our Instagram at Gaze at the National Parks. To contact us, email us at gazeatthenationalparks at gmail.com. And for more info and photos of Black Canyon of the Gunnison, and all of the other parks mentioned on this show, visit our website at gazeatthenationalparks.com. All original artwork featured on our website and on Instagram is by Michael Ryan. All original music is written by Dave Seaman and performed by Dave Seaman, Mariella Klinger, and Sean Skleos. Our music producer is Skylar Fortgang. This episode was edited by Dustin Ballard. We would also like to acknowledge that while hiking in Black Canyon of the Gunnison, that we were on the traditional lands of the Ute Indian tribe. Stay tuned to our next full-length episode where we ascend to Michi Point in Black Canyon of the Gunnison National Park. Mm-hmm.